0: Welcome to crystal fucking clear. I'm your host, Crystal Wilson. I am a women's mindset expert, business mentor, thought leader, speaker, and all round spiritual badass. Let me be crystal fucking clear. Everything you seek, all of your dreams and desires are on the other side of you feeling, healing, and owning your shit. Thank you for pressing play. Let's do this. Welcome back to another episode of Crystal Fucking Clear. I think this is episode seven. Thank you so much for listening. I actually have gone back and listened to the previous episodes of this season before hitting record on today's episode. And I'm not going to lie, it's been super confronting to hear myself tell this story, share this story. It Keeps me up of a night that I'm potentially putting this out into the world. It keeps me up of a night that there's like so bizarre like, there's this part of me that's like, don't put this out in the world. And there's this part of me that's like, be brave and put this out in the world. I'm not going to lie. I think I, you know, I, it's just, it's a really, really bizarre situation to be in. And One of the things, there's a couple of things of what's been coming up for me as I re-listen to this, as I record today's episode for you. There's this part of me that still believes that I'm in the wrong, which I think is like me crystal the coach like the the therapist like doing that type of work that personal development work with other women I like have so much compassion and empathy for myself and I can see how damaging everything I've shared with you thus far has had on me to the fact that I'm 39 years old and I'm sharing this story for the first time and I'm fucking terrified and there's a part of me, even though I know that thinks that I'm, that, that I'm lying, that I'm making this up, that it's not true, that it wasn't that bad, that I liked it, that I wasn't that young, there wasn't that big of an age gap, like there's just all of these really confronting thoughts and it's like, I work with so many incredible women and I have worked with lots of women who have their own stories of, you know, sexual trauma, sexual abuse being taken advantage of. And I have so much empathy and compassion and understanding. Like, you know, I would on a cross for those women and their stories. And it's so interesting, like listening back to my own story and how much judgment I have against myself, even though I'm being brave and I'm working through it and I'm sharing the story, like, it's just so bizarre to me, like, how, for so long, I believed that I was the villain, and it's really difficult for me to see myself as the victim in this situation, so that's just really interesting, you know, I don't know whether it's a good thing that I'm listening back, because it's so confronting, it's so vulnerable, like, when I hear myself tell these stories, and I I just think, oh my god, like, what are you doing, like, I'm not, maybe, articulating it in the way that I would want to articulate it but it's such an emotional like part of my story there's it's layered it's complex it's like my trauma is out in the world and so when I listen back as well I'm like judging myself and how I'm telling the story like am I articulating my the way I want to articulate is the messaging there like what is even the purpose of this and maybe the purpose of this is my own healing like you know, feeling silence for so long and just sharing it. And it's so fucking scary. (laughs) I still, right now, as I'm recording this, am I going to release this into the world? Or am I just going to share it with the She Who Dares Academy? Like every day, like my stance on what I'm going to do with season two of this podcast changes. And I don't know if I'm ever going to feel ready for this to be out in the world. I'm going to have to be really, really, really brave to put it out there. So that's the, the part one of what comes up for me. The second part is talking so openly and vulnerably about my relationship with my mum, and sharing so openly about, you know, some of the things that happened when we weren't in a good place when I was in my teenage years, when we were just really butting heads and figuring stuff out and I was a rat bag and she was angry and, you know, all the things that I've shared kind of about losing my virginity, some of the things that she did. It's so easy to look in hindsight and be like, oh, my God, I can't believe she did those things. Or it's so easy to look in hindsight and be like, oh, my God, I completely understand why she did those things. And when I listen back, one of the main reasons why I like don't want to put this out in the world is that like I don't want to hurt my mom, even though like this is just my truth and version of events of things that happen and how I remember it in my way of being a hurt teenager, it's just so difficult because it's so not our relationship now. And I don't want to put this out into the world and I don't want her to listen to it, but of course she's going to listen to it and be hurt or have to like relive any guilt or shame or like any of that stuff. It's so, it feels like I've lived different lives and like the life that I have now, like me and my mom, you know, we've done so, we we have such raw, open dialogue and we, we always have, we, and I'm sharing the shitty parts, do you know what I mean? Like I'm highlight, the purpose of this podcast is to highlight the trauma, highlight the pain, highlight the shame, highlight my, the story, the things I've been through. And it's not highlighting a lot of the great stuff, even though, you know, we've had all of these really tough moments that I've shared like, my mum has been my rock always. There's no one else in the world, like, that, I mean, I go to her for everything. She's always been my rock. Like, like, so as much as she's, you know, done those things that I shared, she's also been, like, the most important person in my life. And we are now, I'm 39, and my mum is, you know, I don't know how old she is, she conceals that, but let's say she's, I don't know, she's 60? I don't know. <laughs> I think she's 62. And we, we speak every day, you know, we speak every day, we, we, we talk about the past, we talk about the things that she did, we talk about the things that I did. Like I was no angel, you know, like I was, I was no innocent angel, I was, you know not so much now. I feel like I've done a lot of work, but like when I was, I was the screaming, yelling, you know, I, I was defensive. I was not easy. And so it's hard listening back, hearing about the things that happened because I'm sharing it in this really like raw emotion and this vulnerable way. And when I listen back, I'm like, fuck, that's going to hurt my mom. And oh God, can I get through an episode without getting emotional? Obviously not. I mean, the person who I have spent my whole life, even mostly now, like protecting, fiercely protecting my mom is what I do. And so it's really very bizarre and unique situation to want to share these stories vulnerably and share my version of the truth for me and know that, oh, that's going to sting my mom. That's going to hurt my mom. That might break her heart a little bit. And that's And and what I do every other day of my life is fiercely protect her, make sure that she's okay like that. And that's what I've done my for 39 years. So it's just a bizarre situation. And, And so it makes me not want to put it out in the world because if I cause her any pain, you know, causing her any pain at 62 years old when these things happened such a long time ago, it's like goes completely against what I fucking do every day, which is to make her happy, to make sure she's all right. But then I also think that it's important to talk about these things because, you know, so many women my age have uh, estranged and difficult and hard relationships with their mothers. And I see all the time in my clients, you know, that there, there, there's a lot of, there can be a lot of hurt and a lot of betrayal and a lot of let down and hurt emotions between mother and daughter. And in, Interestingly enough, my mum had that same relationship with her mother. And there's this like, you know, this family dynamic. And I see that a lot in my clients as well. And so even though I don't ever want to hurt my mum and I love her and she's been my ride or die as I have been for her. She is the person that I call anytime. She's my best friend. I do not want to say anything publicly that would upset or hurt her. Then there's the other the flip side of that is like it's so important because I feel like we're a testament to like you can have a lot of hurt in a relationship. But if there's real like the core of that is like love and admiration and protection, which is everything my mum did, like all of the stories that I've shared with you, even though in hindsight, it's easy to go, oh, my God, like I can't believe like she responded that way. Or, I wish my mom had responded differently. It all came from a place of love and it came from like a deep, fierce drive to protect me, to look out for me. You know, everyone's doing their best, like everyone's doing their best with the resources and tools they have. And so my mum's way of protecting me back then was in a way that I didn't, you know what I mean, that didn't work for me. And I'm really proud of where we are today. You know, we have those raw, open conversations. We talk about this stuff and we laugh about it. Like, you know, I'm sharing it voluminously on a podcast, these things that happen, but like, you know, I, I suppose I use humour to, and always have to like move through things and make light of things, and that's to me, I'd rather laugh than cry. You know, I'd rather laugh, so we talk about these things and and we laugh and you know when I say my mum ransacked my room and I do it in this like dramatic way that's so my personality to speak in that way and she did ransack my room and it was dramatic and intense but when I say it now it doesn't feel so dramatic and intense to me now it's just funny and we laugh about it and I and and there's things that my mum has had to forgive me for. I mean, I've said horrible things to my mum in those heated moments when I was so, you know, a broken teenager. Just like she's done and said horrible things to me, but the core of our relationship is fierce love and protection of each other. And that hasn't always translated in like the most positive way, but it's a testament to where we are now, where we have a really good open relationship. All relationships, you know, there 's flaws in all relationships, but the foundation of our relationship we 've really worked on it, and we laugh about these things and and yeah i i, I don 't know why I wanted to say this like I was like, what am I going to talk about in this episode because next episode we 're switching gears i like 'm kind of like moving on from this story, and i I want to share about my fertility journey and uh, some of the things that have been happening for me in 2022 that I haven't shared with anyone. So I'm excited for that to be put out into the world. But just to kind of like end <laughs> the story of my, you know, these things that happened to me when I was a teenager and I was listening back, I was like, fuck, like I do not want, I don't know how you as the listener, when you hear these things, like, like how that translates to you. I was like, God, because I love my mom and I just didn't want it to come off any other way. And I don't think it has. If you've been on this journey with me from season one to season two, like, you know, there's, I've got nothing but love and admiration for my mom, but these are the real things that happen. and, And maybe so many of you who are listening, similar things have happened when you were a teenager. Maybe you have, the similar things have happened in your relationship with your mom. And I'm so grateful that I, even though all of this different stuff has happened and we both haven't always got it right. What I love is that I can go to her, I can have a conversation. And she and, and, and same with me, she can get angry and defensive and we can work through it. Like I really feel I really yeah, I, I love the That where we have the ability to have those open conversations now and talk about the things that happened in the past and we hear each other, we see each other, we apologize, we can forgive each other and we can move past it. And yeah, I just, I think my mum is fucking amazing and I just wanted to kind of make this episode an homage a homage <laughs> a homage to my mom I feel like I'm murdering that word but like I wanted to make this episode in honour of my mum of how much I love her and no we haven't both always got it right but everything we've done has come from a place of like admiration like fierce protection and You know, a lot of the things I say, I say it in this like dramatic way. Like my mum has never gone to my school and slapped people around. (laughs) Like I, I re-listened to that episode. I was like, oh my God, will people take that literally or they, will they get my humor? And what I was trying to like portray when I said that is like, my mum was so fiercely protective of me. Like if anyone wronged me, she was beside, well, she's in front of me. Like, you know what I mean? She was so overly protective of me that it didn't always Translate in the best po- way, but it always come from this like place of fierce protection and love. So I just want to clarify that my mom has never slapped anyone around at my school, but she was scary. <laughs> God bless her. And it's so interesting because my mom was like a real like you know if you if you listen to season one you know her trauma you know what she's been through so it all makes sense to me now. And hindsight, hindsight's a beautiful thing. And it's really interesting because over the years she's softened so much, but when I, when she was, you know, when she was 35 and I was 14, you know, she was going through her stuff. So she was a very different version of herself to what she is now. She's so, She's yeah, she's softened so much as she's gotten older. And, you know, I'm I, I've i been really defensive when I was younger. My mom also has that like really defensive streak. And I think it comes from not being heard, not being seen, having trauma. Like defensiveness is like totally a trauma response in my family. It's really interesting. Like watch, um, she's watching that soften within her as she's done her healing, as she's gone to therapy, as she's worked through her childhood trauma and also seeing that in me. And that's really amazing because I'm going to hopefully have a daughter one day, which we're going to get into the next episodes when I kind of deep dive into my, my fertility stuff. Hopefully one day I have a daughter. I'll take what I can get this stage. But let's say I have a daughter i I really feel that me and my mom have like done so much work together, so much individual work that we've really broken a lot of those. it's gonna be different you know what I mean that that generational trauma stuff we've we've really we've fought for it in this lifetime we've broken it down and we've healed a lot so you know it's good, and I see that with my mom and and um my niece, her first granddaughter. it's like so interesting watching them initially when I watched my mum with my niece when she was only like one years old it was like super confronting for me because this my niece was getting a completely different version of my mum the version of my mum that I needed when I was little but she didn't yet know how to give that to me and so initially when I was watching my mum with my niece it was confronting and I did feel a bit of sadness for myself and you know, wishing that I could have had that version of her too at that age. But now I watch it and it brings me so much joy because my mum gets a second shot. Do you know what I mean? She gets to the way she wished she could have been with me, this softer version of her, this more I've she's done the work, she's healed, she's moved through her a very traumatic childhood I watch her with my niece and it's like beautiful and it makes me happy and that makes shows me how much I've grown as well that I can see that and not be jealous or envious or angry or bitter or cynical about it I can literally it brings me joy because I want nothing more than for my mum to be able to love at her full capacity and to receive love at her full capacity and to watch her have that bond and connection with my niece like honestly it brings me so much joy and so that is showing us how we are healing this generational trauma we're healing this pain within the women in my family which didn't start with my mama you know it's the same with her mum and my aunties and so on there's so much trauma and abuse in the lineage of my, the women in my family that it's like wow I, I'm proud to be where we are now standing here I'm proud that against everything that's happened, that I'm standing here, I'm turning my pain into power, I'm vulnerably sharing my story, I'm sharing my pain, and it's scary to do so, and that I'm doing the work that I'm doing in the world with women like it like i really feel that i i've been through the things that i've been through that have led me on this path i have no regrets because i was meant to do this work i was meant to share this story have this voice have this platform i was meant to help other women and i feel that deeply and i'm just really really you know happy to be here even though i'm scared of shit <laughs> even though i'm shitting myself as well happy to be here It'd be really funny if I do end up releasing this publicly because everyone's going to be like, wow, she was so terrified. That I was. But yeah, thank you so much for for being here and listening. I think where this is episode seven. This episode was just a conclusion of the stories that I've been telling you in the last previous episodes of season two. And next, I'm I'm actually going to be deep diving into my fertility journey and sharing with you like the ins and outs of like that journey for me. We've been trying to have we've been I hate the word trying we've been you know working to conceive for six years and one of the things that I I learned in 2022 I I definitely didn't realize how much I was suppressing and pushing down a lot of things that have been happening in my life sp- specifically with the fertility stuff like I really didn't realize how much I was like suppressing that and just keep moving keep moving keep moving keep moving keep moving and what's really interesting I, I really feel in 2022 The, it all came crashing down mentally, emotionally and physically for me. And I really felt like I catapulted, have been catapulted into a, into a dark night of the soul, a spiritual awakening. And I had to really face a lot of stuff and, and feel my emotions and, and feel the pain and the loss of being, you know, of not having fallen pregnant in the last six years after IVF, after trying, after this, which I'm going to get into because we've done a lot of different things. So, yeah, I really hope you enjoy kind of part two of season two of Crystal Fucking Clear. And, you know, message me, let's connect. A lot of these stories are hard to talk about and receiving messages from those of you who are listening and maybe you being vulnerable and sharing with me how you resonated, how you related, what you took away from it, what how it changed your perspective. Maybe it unlocked some emotion in you. Maybe you remembered something that, you know, where you had sexual trauma or a sexual shame. Sexual shame has, like, been something that I've carried for so long. Any of those things, like, don't ever hesitate to message me, reach out on Instagram, Facebook, email me, whatever. It really... It's like this beautiful confirmation that I, that this was the right thing to do to record this to put this out there because for me if it's not serving people and not helping people and not connecting us together women 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 to women what's the point like like I don't need to tell this story just for the sake of telling it I'm telling it at the hopes that it unlocks and helps and guides and brings us together so don't ever hesitate from messaging me I need that message maybe just as much as you need to share whatever it is that this unlocked for you you guys are awesome thank you so much i'll see you next episode i hope you loved this week's episode of crystal fucking clear it means the world to me that you're here tuning in with me each week if you loved today's episode please share on your socials and tag me at underscore crystal wilson underscore or at crystal fucking clear if you haven't already, please subscribe. That way you will never miss an episode when they drop. And of course, I would love, 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 love to read your review. So jump on and leave me a little love note, sharing your story with me, your biggest takeaway from this week's episode, and also encouraging me to keep bearing my soul with you guys each and every week. Love you guys.